You're listening to the Web4 Marketing Podcast, where business owners, digital marketers, and creatives collide. Yes, give a warm welcome. Kevin, come up and yes, continue eating. Thank you very much, be asked here to speak tonight, but also just to have the opportunity to speak to each one of you. Your time is extremely valuable, and that the fact that I have a chance to talk with you for a little bit is, is to me a great honor. When I was thinking about what I wanted to share with you today, I started thinking about, well, what would I want to do if I could go back and tell myself some advice when I was around a lot of your guys' age? What would I tell myself so that I could have the most amazing, happy life that I could be really, really proud of? So that's what I'm going to share with you today. And before I do, though, I want to tell you guys a quick story. So when I was about your guys' age, I was exploring the woods nearby my father's farm when I stumbled across a nest on the ground. Inside the nest, there was an egg about the size of a tennis ball, and there was little spots all over it. Being the curious kid I was, I knelt down, I picked it up, and I cradled it in my shirt, and I walked it back to the farm where, at the time, it made perfect sense to me that I would put it in the chicken coop with the other eggs. The mother hen sat on it just like it was her own, and to my surprise, two weeks later, the egg hatched. Turns out, it was an eagle's egg. All the other chickens gathered around looking at this awkward-looking chicken. Over time, the eagle started to spread its long wings and the other chickens would point and laugh because he was different. It didn't take long for the eagle to learn not to spread its wings. The following year, the eagle was walking like a chicken, balking like a chicken and pecking at chicken feet on the ground. We actually ended up nicknaming him Cheagle, short for chicken eagle. Now, the story I'm telling you is clearly part fable, but it's all based on a true story, so pay close attention. There was still, there was something missing for Chigo. Deep inside, he, he felt like he wanted to do more with his life. He, he was looking for his purpose. And one day, a shadow swooped across the farm, and he looked up and saw this eagle flying in the sky, and he thought to himself, he says, you know, I want to fly through the sky just like her. So he started to spread his wings again. He'd flap his wings, pretending to fly, and the other chickens would make fun of him and tell him chickens can't fly. But the mother hen told him, Chigo, don't worry about it. You can do anything you want if you put your mind and your heart into it. The following day, Chigo got on top of the roof of the chicken coop. He ran as fast as he could, spread his wings, jumped off the side, started to flap his wings, and fell face first in the dust. All the other chickens were laughing so hard they were rolling on their backs with their little feet in the air. The following day, Chigo got back on top of that chicken coop, ran as fast as he could, spread his wings, jumped off the side, started to flap his wings, fell face first on the dust. This happened day after day after day for months and months. Until one day, another eagle flew above. Chigo somehow got up the courage to get on top of the roof of the farmhouse. All the other chickens gathered around, genuinely concerned for him, and said, Chigo, don't do this. You're going to get hurt. Just give up. Chickens aren't meant to fly. 
but Chico wasn't about to give up. He ran as fast as he could, spread his wings, jumped off the side, started to flap his wings, and he started plummeting towards the ground. And as he fell, he flapped his wings harder and harder, and just before he was about to hit the ground, he flapped his wings one last time. Realizing he hadn't hit the ground, he opened his eyes to see that he was gliding over the chicken coop. He flapped his wings again, again, harder and harder, and he rose into the sky to join the other eagle. I used to love telling this story to my kids, but something I never told them is that I am Cheadle. You see, when I was younger, like many of you, kids made fun of me. I was overweight. And like a lot of us do, we try to fit in. To be cool, we conform. Because it's natural human instinct to avoid pain. It doesn't matter whether it's physical pain or emotional pain. Our brain treats it all the same. If you've ever touched a hot stove, you learn quickly you never want that to happen again. Have you ever been embarrassed? Had a friend do something or say something that was hurtful? You know that pain's much worse than touching a hot stove because you keep replaying it over and over in your mind, re-experiencing the pain every time. We often want to avoid that pain, so we start to build this wall around ourselves. This wall is meant to protect us, to keep the, the pain out on the outside. It's meant to protect our vulnerable spots. It's also a way of putting a mask on and, and putting out what you think other people want to see. This wall, many of us spend our entire lives behind this wall, never exposing our true selves. I want you to remember this. Everything you desire and everything you fear is on the other side of this wall that you've been building for years. Everything you desire and everything you fear is on the other side of this wall that you've been building for years. You see, the same thing that our instincts are doing that are telling us to do to protect ourselves is preventing us from getting what we desire most in life. And the more we build this wall to keep out what we fear, the farther we push away our dreams and desires. My mother truly was an amazing person. She really did tell me you can do anything you want if you put your mind and your heart into it. You see, my mother helped instill in me the core belief that if I worked hard enough and I put my mind and heart behind something, no matter what it was, I could make it happen. And I chose to believe it. I believed it. I believed it. I also believed it. That's when I realized that our, our beliefs control our path in life. I started to examine the beliefs I cared about myself, about others, about the world. I realized that anyone who gets good at anything has to be bad at it long enough. I changed how I viewed pain, failure, fear. They were not, no longer these horrible things. They were just part of the process that we all must go through to live our best lives. And boy, have I experienced pain. I've fallen on my face more times than I care to remember. If there's anything I've learned after two failed business attempts, almost losing my home after falling on financially hard times, having my heart broken, embarrassing myself on stage in front of over 500 people, losing my mother to cancer a month before my 31st birthday. It's that if there's one secret in life, it's just to get back up and keep moving forward. When I had my heart broken, it was really painful. 
more than anything, I just wanted to close off and never let anyone in. But I also knew that more than anything, I wanted to meet this amazing woman that was beautiful, intelligent, independent, and loved me for me and not someone who I was pretending to be. When I met my wife, Jennifer, it was one of the most exhilarating and scary moments of my life. And I jumped out of a plane at 15,000 feet. When I was falling out of that plane, plummeting towards the ground, I didn't feel anywhere near as vulnerable as when I was falling in love with her. But that's what you have to do, even though you're afraid, even though the chicken voices inside your head are saying, don't do it, just give up, you're going to get hurt. You have to jump and hope with all of your heart that you can fly. Now, after two failed business attempts, you think I, think I would have learned my lesson. Well, actually, I did. You see, everything I learned from those failed business attempts, the beliefs and the pain, everything I went through, allowed me to, gave me the skills and the knowledge to build web for. And we've been able to help hundreds of businesses and thousands and thousands of people. I mentioned before that our beliefs control our path in life. And this is so important. I want to paint the picture even more clearly for you. You see, our everyday thoughts, our actions, our emotions are like the water of a river. And just like the bed of the river, just like the bed of the river guides the water, right? The water follows the path of least resistance. Your core beliefs are the bed of the river that guide your everyday thoughts, your emotions, and actions. There are layers upon layers of core beliefs stacked with supporting beliefs that have formed over years. Many of them are so far on the surface you don't even know you have them or why you have them, but Nevertheless, they're guiding your path in life. The good news is beliefs are just mental constructs that with work can be deconstructed or reinforced. Or you can choose new beliefs, beliefs that actually benefit you. Belief is one of the most powerful forces on the planet. When you become conscious and start to control your beliefs, rather than letting your beliefs control you, you awaken your part of, the part of yourself, a part of yourself that this world desperately needs. Part of the moral of the story a lot of people miss is how other people helped inspire Cheagle to chase his dreams, to dare to fly, to get through pain, embarrassment, and to get back up and to try again. I think you guys all know people like that. Many of you are those people. I want to give another hand to the staff and all the volunteers at the Boys and Girls Club for everything you guys do. I've had so many people inspire me throughout my life, but one of the people who had the biggest impact on my life was my mother. She used to tell me the smallest of actions can have a ripple effect, like how dropping a pebble in a pond can create thousands and thousands of ripples that spread across the entire pond. Each one of us is impacting the world every day, whether we like it or not. The question isn't, can you change the world, but are you making it better? I said the story is about me, but the truth is we're all cheagle. At one time or another, we're all chickens in life. We conform, afraid to be different, afraid to stand out, worried about what others might think of us. But you should never shrink to fit others' views based off their own fears or perceived limitations. I said before that I would share my advice that I would give my younger self to you to help you live the most amazing life possible. What I would say to you is adopt the motto, give, grow, and be grateful. What that means to me is give. You'll find that the more you give, the appreciation, time, and love that you give, the more you'll get in return. It's important to know that while what you get may bring you temporary happiness, what you give will bring you eternal joy. 
Each one of you is special and you have a unique gift to give to this world. Your job is to keep searching for that gift. Find the one that when you give it, it brings you eternal joy. In order to give to others, you must first learn to give to yourself. Give yourself the gift of unconditional love. You'll never be able to unconditionally love someone else if you don't first love yourself. Give yourself time each day and do something that fills up your cup, that energizes you so that you're able to go out and give your gift to others. Grow. Never stop learning, growing, and improving. The best investment that you'll ever make is the investment you make in yourself. Dream big. You can do anything you want if you put your mind and your heart into it. If you want to really grow, become comfortable being uncomfortable. That means get used to getting out of your comfort zone, working hard, and smile when you make mistakes. In order to get good at anything, you have to be bad at it long enough. In order to be great at something, you have to be good at it long enough. Examine the beliefs that you have that are holding you back. Learn to replace those limiting beliefs with empowering beliefs that will actually benefit you. And be grateful. The secret to living a truly happy and fulfilled life is gratitude. Appreciate all the little moments. The things you are grateful for will multiply and grow, while the things you take for granted will wither and die. Just by being alive, each one of us has so much to be grateful for. The breath that gives us life each day is something that we often take for granted. I don't know when the last time anyone's thought, hey, I'm grateful for this oxygen I breathe, but unfortunately, we often take the things for granted, even the things that give us life, up until that moment where we're about to lose it. So do not wait until you're about to lose something or someone to show them that you appreciate them and to show them gratitude. Write down three things you're grateful for each day. If you develop an attitude of gratitude, I guarantee your life will be amazing and you will pack so many others. And finally, my last word of advice is don't ask yourself, who am I to dare to be great? Instead, ask yourself, who are you not to be? This world needs you and we need you to be your best you. I encourage all of you, let your own light shine so bright that it lights the path for others and inspires them. Thank you.